0: Welcome back everyone to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the wide, wide, beautiful world of Nintendo. I'm James, not going to wait in line 24 hours to play Smash Brothers at Best Buy this week, Bonta Magno.
1: And I am Michael Morning Glory Ravette uh, How's it going, buddy? It's going. It is going. I just got the word. I got the the sign from above that I have a job that I'm heading out to. So you and I are recording, and then I my bag is packed. It's sitting by the door, and I'm
0: hitting the open road right after. Are you telling me and our listeners that this podcast does not make you enough money to sustain a healthy lifestyle in New York City? It, it does not sustain it. Oh, not yet, not yet, but
1: that is the goal, so we'll see. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed.
0: Well, I, I wish you luck on your journeys. Um, Thank you. You should. I'm, I'm sure you'll have a great time. Um, oh, I do blast. blasty blast. Uh, yeah. And I will say that I messaged my buddy, Jesse and I go, Jesse, do we need to be going to best buy and playing smash brothers? Cause it's in Bellevue this week. And, uh, I looked up Twitter videos. I go, you know, hashtag smash bros, hashtag best buy or whatever. And, uh, literally someone shot a video of this line like wrapping around the entirety of a best buy building oh my
1: goodness
0: and that wasn't even in seattle it was in some like smaller town i was like oh there's no possible way that i'm gonna go wait in line for anything at all that's no. crazy no. But, for, uh, for a game that we have have like right around the corner yeah no it's thanks. gonna be two months two months gonna be coming so i mean i would if i was a, a com- competitor and there's a competition and there was something like that maybe i would be more into it but uh more than anything i'd be interested just to see if it's still as popular as th- that's that's the interesting part and that video confirmed that i didn't have to go myself i could just look at a eight second video on twitter to confirm that smash brothers still popular 2018
1: yeah there's still a huge demand so I'm, I'm excited for it i am looking for i'm actually kind of excited for pokemon when that comes out too but not enough to make
0: me stand in line for anything. Yeah. Uh, well. Guess what? You don't have to stand in line for our Tell brand me. new, our brand new Super Mario Party contest, Michael. What? Yep, we have a contest going on, kicking off when this episode releases. You can go to NintendoDispatch.com. There's going to be a big whole article right on the front page. It'll say contest for Super Mario Party. We're giving away two copies, two of them. Damn. Count them. Not one, two. There's. There's two of us in this. Can we both win? (laughs) We could, If you and your buddy, your partner, want to win so you can play together in that that mode with the two switches, you could win. We're making that available here at the Nintendo Dispatch to all of our listeners. Um, Continental U.S. Got to be, there's rules and regulations, shipping outside the U.S., laws, gambling. It's very complicated. Uh, But all you got to do is just either follow us on Twitter. There's a few little things on there. Bingo, bango. It's easy to sign up and win. Of course, it's a random draw, but go, go do it. It's just, you, you have a chance of very little effort. All you do is click a button, click a button. I love this. I'll tell you those guys over at the dispatch, they know what's going on. They're, they're on top of things. They're on top of things. Well, let's break it down this week because there is a rumor mill a buzz. Michael mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what was this? the Wall Street Journal. I don't know who in their right mind decided to uh, put this article out like, hmm, you know, what Nintendo does often every two years is they like to do hardware revisions mm-hmm. and uh, th- this is a true story if you look at any nintendo product after 1995 uh especially starting with the game boy probably color series don't so maybe game boy advance i would like to say because there's game boy advance sp there's a micro there's and then ds there's like 18 of them 3ds there's like 25 of them um and even with i mean i would say gamecube didn't have much we had some revisions uh we you did not, obviously, but the rumor mill is above that there's gonna be a new, a brand new Nintendo switch next year. It says Nintendo is struggling to maintain its sales momentum, uh, and they're looking for a quick boost to bring it back into the spotlight, which I'm not sure if that's true necessarily. I wouldn't say it's I think that's misleading, right? That's
1: mm-hmm. kind of given the impression like, oh, sales are, just not doing well it's just mm-hmm. saying that in nintendo's eyes it's not still on this upward climb that they're hoping for i think it's probably plateaued a bit where people you know a lot of people have it already or they're waiting for a holiday season maybe yeah. i i think that that statement to me seemed misleading
0: yeah it does seem to that maybe it's not hockey pucking mm-hmm. you know it's maybe it's just steadily growing and i think that's okay Um, I mean, we talk about articles of it selling so well and selling out and the games are selling so well. So especially indie developers selling games. And I think always that's another thing too, is Nintendo doesn't need to sell 185 billion of these consoles. If they can attach, like I think of the game attach, right? If they can attach more games than ever to a console than in the past, then they could sell like half the amount of units. They could just be like, Hey, we're selling five times as many games. And that's actually where the money is made. Like think of a digital copy. How much does that cost Nintendo? Like nothing. Um, Anyways, so they're saying that there it's going to be very, very similar. You know, it's fully compatible with all software, probably even with a dock. Um, You know, they're thinking that maybe there'll be an improved LCD uh, display, probably not an OLED yet, but they want to update the technology to be more similar to smartphones or new tablets of the days, which I don't know. I don't know how you feel about this, that that's a rumor. I mean, I could see incremental updates. My thing with this in general is like if I would, if, if, if there was a new version, I would look at it maybe like the PSP did where there's like now it's a brighter screen or maybe there's this or that. It's not it. It, it, it has to be incremental not to upset everyone that just bought the console.
1: Yeah, I, I a new Nintendo Switch coming out, you know, ha- having a brighter screen Is not new to me. Maybe there's an updated version or something like that. When I think new, I'm thinking the screen has been totally redone. Maybe it is larger, thinner, maybe it is brighter, but that's also going to start lending into other things like what's the new form factor that now you have this larger screen. Are we just getting rid of bevels or are we actually changing the screen? Mm -hmm. How much does that new screen on the battery? Does it need a bigger battery? Does it need a different battery? Does it change the size? A lot of people were saying, Oh, I want smaller. And in my opinion, I do not want a small a switch mini in any way. I have enough trouble like after if I'm playing on my switch for maybe let's say an hour two, you know, a, a plane ride or something like that. Um, I, I it hurt it bothers my hands just because it's it's not Quite large enough for me to hold on and play for that amount of time. It's not really ergonomic. It's not anything like so. If they went smaller, I think it would be very uncomfortable for me to play it. I think it's a very good form factor right now. If that was to be the new thing was smaller, I just wouldn't be happy. Um, I think incremental, fine. You know, you get some hardware updates, little things like that. I could see maybe something in five years where now it's a new switch. It's a Mm. it's a different thing, it's an update. I can jump on that. I, I love that. But uh, I'm I'm a little worried when they start talking about this whole, you know, we're going to be changing things and the rumors start churning. Now, I will say that this Nintendo has actually said that they're still undesigned exactly on what hardware upgrades are even going to happen. So for me, in my opinion, 2019 seems like a bit of a stretch unless they say, yeah, we're literally making minute changes that really are going to be. You know, in internal that maybe are just very easy to swap out parts. Otherwise, there seems like a lot of planning and and um, sort of scheming that needs to be involved. Marketing, all this kind of production for this to come out 2019.
0: Yeah, I, you, I, know. you know, Nintendo is not a Nintendo is not a dumb company. They're very smart, especially where it comes to hardware and being. I'm not going to say cheap, but being smart about creating and publishing hardware, because if you change the entirety of the system, you're going to have to change your entire supply chain. Okay. And in manufacturing, this is a big deal, making um, custom, everything that you do. And the switch is custom from the case to the boxes to to everything, right? So if they change the design of the dock, now they have to a whole new mold, have to go through a whole new process. It's a whole new spin up. That's a lot of money. So in this instance even for the switch like obviously all the joy cons have to be compatible like the the chargers have to be a, a compatible in in the shapes and the sizes of them so you're never going to see a, a shorter one you're never going to see things that um you know limit that that that, that slide in and out of the joy cons because that has to remain the same now forever um for compatibility reasons but also just the amount of money that it takes to change all of this tooling uh, around it so to me it would be a really crummy story i mean nintendo's i mean they've they've, you know they've done it before so i mean i'm not going to put it uh uh, you know i'm not going to say that it's impossible that they would change everything but to me i'm okay with these small incremental updates and i'm okay if we get them every year or two years if they you know if you think about how processors and memory works memory gets cheaper cpus get cheaper so they could literally upgrade the cpu or upgrade memory or make some little changes here that just make it a little bit better every year but it's not a new version you know Mm -hmm. when i think new version i think of the pro version and i don't think two years into a system it's ready for a pro system maybe three years maybe you know like that when if i look at the xbox it didn't even go pro pro until the uh, scorpio the xbox one x which was really far into the cycle so um and, and that's not what nintendo does they don't Dramatically change the system itself. So, if you look at the 3DS or even the DS line, it wasn't until the DSi and then the new 3DS where it actually got a bigger bump. And they've changed physical bits and pieces inside of it. But most likely, what Nintendo's already done, this is how manufacturing works, is they will have pre purchased a set amount of everything inside the Nintendo Switch, you know, and. Mm probably even lcds they pre-purchased these at a set price um, this is how apple very early on made the ipod very very um successful because they knew they kind of were very forefront and seeing that memory was going to get very expensive so they bought all of these memory units at a very low cost and pre-order them and lock them in and they were like the cheapest mp3 player on the market so to me how my mind of manufacturing works. I, I don't see these big fundamental changes. Well, that's a lot of time spending on this on this rumor mill. But I don't. I don't know if I need. I don't even know if I. I think my switch is perfect. I don't. I mean, of I, course, I'll always take better. I guess. <laughs> I
1: I love mine. I think we're both in agreement. Then five years down out of the cycle, we could see a revised version, right? Uh, maybe a form factor change, something more substantial. Yeah. I think incremental where. You know, we could be on a cycle where every two years, maybe you buy into the new one because it's enough of incremental changes to add up, and it mm-hmm. makes it seem like, oh, okay, now I'm loading faster, or I'm, you know, maybe there's incremental graphic up- upgrades or something like that. Um, I'm I'm totally on board with that. If they wanted to do something like that, I could see the switch falling into sort of a phone, um, you know, cycle where it's yeah. every year you get something, and maybe people choose. Some people choose to buy one every year. I choose to buy one every couple of years because then I notice an actual update. I actually see the progress. Now, you know, we're both on the same page with this. What if, if something like this is coming out? What are some features that you would like to see, whether it's five years down the road or in this next version that they're rumoring uh, or talking about? I mean, for me, the biggest thing that I feel is lacking from the Switch is built in bluetooth support so i can use a headset while it's docked without mm. any third party um
0: you know little dongles or anything like mm. that yeah that 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 one i saw you put that in our show notes here and I'm, I'm looking at the ideas of what i would want um that would probably be pretty phenomenal i'm getting my my little kickstarter one pretty soon i think so that would oh, be that's interesting exciting. to see yeah that's exciting but again it's a it's a dongle and dongles mm-hmm. and third-party things that would be nice um Yeah, whatever, whatever is lacking. There's something obviously lacking hardware wise inside. So maybe it's a big addition and it just lights up and and that's kind Mm -hmm. of cool. I I wouldn't mind that for me. The one thing that I like isn't something that even benefits me or something that I would um, benefit from, but I think the greater good would, which is expand the memory in the system. 32 gigs isn't enough. Give them 128, maybe 64 Mm -hmm. because people are downloading more games than ever. So I think that this is a memory's cheap too. Like for them to do that would be cheap and it'd be well worth it. Um, And, you know, don't make it big enough where, don't make it so big where people don't need to buy a memory card if they're going to buy tons of games, but somewhere in between. Because now when you buy like NBA, you know, 2K or whatever, it's going to require a big download and you don't want that overhead. It's like the PlayStation 2 dilemma, which is like, oh, I got to buy another, another eight megabyte memory card right and just keep stacking up these memory cards yeah um that's the only thing
1: where it benefits nintendo anyway because Mm -hmm. you know i don't think i'm not sure if nintendo makes any proprietary sd so it's not like they're saying oh we're gonna keep it small so that you're buying our sd cards and then we're making more money off of you it's just like oh there's an extra step now i have to go buy this third-party sd card to put in there so that i can actually save my game to it yep exactly Yeah. So, all right, well, hopefully we'll see, get some more information. I think it's going to be quite a while before we see anything on this, but it's kind of fun to to chat about. And if any of our listeners have any thoughts or any, they want to see something or they feel the need to get one, I am completely in love with my Switch as is. I do not feel the need to upgrade, but, you know, it's always fun to chat about. So one thing we will be getting for sure is three new games for the switch online nes library mm. now that's pretty exciting this is gonna be october 10th three new games we're getting solomon's key nes open tournament golf and super dodgeball, super so dodgeball. that's happening three games and what? none of them are that good
0: <laughs> are you excited for any of these three no i mean they have the list online right? so they, they've released october november and december games mm-hmm. um do you want to run through the other ones real quick because those are really sure. exciting. we can also
1: talk so apparently what they're doing is giving us three new games well three old games um every month up until the new year and then they haven't said if that's going to continue or we're going to get anything else beyond that so this this month as i said is solomon's key nes open tournament golf and Dodgeball. November, we're getting Metroid, which is a, a great one. Muddy Bomb Jack and Twin B. And then in December, we're getting Wario Woods, Ninja Gaiden, and L- The Adventures of Lolo. Mm. So maybe there's two in there that I would maybe even play. Metroid being one of them. Um, yeah.
0: Well, not overwhelmed. <laughs> not overwhelmed. You know, one game to be on the lookout that you should really try super dodgeball i know i know that Mm. you're thinking dodgeball ugh but super dodgeball is is, super this is super dodgeball it's not just it's not just dodgeball so super dodgeball is actually a classic it's it's been remade a few times it it is actually a classic and and i would encourage you to give it give it a try i know what you're thinking the box art is absolutely horrendous and it's true but remember this is in the 80s so cut them a break michael um (laughs) so I've never played Solomon's key, but NES open was, what I think, the very first golf game with Mario in it. And he's wearing like an America, but like in America. the game, in the game, he doesn't look like Mario at all, which is the funny part. Yeah, um, um, I think all Nintendo has to do is release one halfway decent game every month. And I think they've delivered on that because I would say NES open Metroid Ninja Gaiden Like those are the three from each month and then you can be like oh i'll I'll play around with twin b for five seconds right i mean it doesn't cost you anything it's free stop playing michael
1: well i mean the my my take on this though is what with nintendo's library like what's what are you doing just give Mm. us these games like what are are you milking it for what are you dragging this out for are are you going to give us three games a month okay the cloud save stuff if if this is one of those things that is they're their marketing as hey look you give us your 20 dollars a month or your whatever pay monthly or whatever you want to do for nes online uh switch online these are what you're gonna get Mm. that is not a selling point you know don't and that they do that even their their tweet that came out had exclamation marks galore as if people (laughs) were waiting on the edge of their seat for solomon's key to come out nobody cares about these games like people probably have bought and played metroid two dozen times on every different thing that's come out. So in my mind it's like okay, you're you're giving us some scraps here, but don't expect everybody to be jumping for joy, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I I would say yes it's free, but it's not because that was marketed as why you're paying $20 a year for online. That was that was part of it. It wasn't like you're going to get cloud saves, you're going to get online play. Surprise! We didn't mention this for the year leading up to it, but we're also giving you all these games that you can play. This yes. was marketed as part of that. So, in my mind, there's better games to pull from, or there's—I I just want to see where's this going. Are we getting this caliber game every month lead for for eternity? Or are we going to start maybe seeing SNES games coming in? Like, I—I I just want to see sort of the roadmap a little
0: bit yeah you, uh, that's a good point and, and you, you that is a valid statement for like if i'm putting in the 20 dollars a year what am i getting out of it so i linked you the ign top 100 nes games and maybe i'm wrong maybe i am I'm, I'm wrong about saying one halfway decent game maybe there needs to be one banger at least every other month right give us like oh okay we got like a, a pretty good game this month but like the the, the banger is this month and maybe mm-hmm. they're thinking Oh, Metroid is that banger, right? And for some people, yes. For other people, it's not. So, I think I put the- Metroid
1: for me would be a, is a big one. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm looking at the list now. Would it be a would be a one for me? Dragon Warrior, huge. Some of the classic Mega Man, but those already are out now, right? So they yeah. figure you were going to buy them. I wonder, uh, Skate or Die? Like, there's so many. As I'm going through this list, there's so many games that for me in my childhood, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I I need to
0: see these. Yeah, and the problem is. There's two of the three games aren't even on this top 100 list for this. You know what <laughs> I mean? So that beca- now I wonder. I'm curious, and I don't know the inside workings of Nintendo. I'm wondering if there's licensing issues with a lot of these old games. Mm. I don't it could know. That could be. That could be part of the problem where this is
1: all we, we can get right now.
0: So work on it.
1: You know, maybe this is all we could do.
0: It's all we got. All right. Well, in brighter news, Michael, back to Splatoon 2, which I have not booted up, but I'm about to because. Splatoon 2 is getting a worldwide Halloween Fall Festival, Splatfest. Uh I'm very very excited for this because it's not just a normal Splatfest. Um everything inside of the Splatoon 2 portal, the the world that you enter is going to get completely rethemed, reimagined for Halloween. Now the 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 theme is going to be trick or treat very clever there Nintendo, um, <laughs> but the entirety of it is going to be completely overhauled. New apparel, new masks, um, new everything in the in the overworld, if you will. Um, this is happening basically around the nineteenth to the twenty first, different times and different time zones. It'll be trickling out, so you can read the article. Um, so it's completely going to be over the top, ridiculous. This Splatoon, they're calling it Splatoon just a little bit interesting, but yeah. So brand new apparel, the whole thing is all just phenomenal looking. I love when they do, this is like my favorite thing. I love just entering the world of Splatoon and just seeing like everything come to life. And I don't know how they do these really cool updates like this, but it really gets me energized about going and jumping back into it. Uh, So I hope that they continue with like, I just hope that they continue with Splatoon because I love like when they do these things, I don't know how much work it is for them, but, uh, I'm all in. So. No, I agree with you. I
1: mean, I have not played Splatoon two in, in a while. Like we pick it up occasionally to do a Splatfest, and then it's kind of like, okay, I'm done with it. But I will say that these kinds of things, these, these, you know, um, holiday events that happen in game for whatever game. I love that. I love when any game does this Splatoon world of Warcraft used to do it all the time or still does it, you know, um, I just, I just, it makes me excited. So it makes me excited. I just really, really get like, it makes me want to jump back in. It makes me really look forward to the holiday season because it's part of it for me now. You know, just like you're going to have Home Alone on TV for Christmas. I want to jump into Overwatch or Splatoon for their holiday
0: games. Like, I love that stuff. Mm. Yeah, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Now, are you a trick or are you a treat person? I think I'm going Trick. Oh, interesting. I, I would say what are that Are you I'm, leaning towards are you leaning towards treat? I'm going treat. I'm old now. I can't be tricking around going out there.
1: <laughs> so you're you're leaning treat. I'm leaning trick. So, well, this could be I haven't picked yet. Maybe I can be persuaded. I don't know. I'm going to be jumping in and and to check it out.
0: This is definitely going to be one that's <clears throat> on the edge for sure. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> it's going to
1: be a tough one. Now, something that I am probably equally excited about the potential of is Nintendo is playing around with, as it seems, a Game Boy phone case. Mm -hmm. So in March of of last year, they filed for a patent that hinted at a new Game Boy or some sort... Maybe it was getting sort of like that NES or SNES Classic Edition treatment. Maybe they're going to come out with like a a Game Boy Mini, which it would be invisible. I don't even know what a Game Boy Mini would look like. But um, they're... That was what everybody was thinking. But now the US Patent and Trademark Office has finally published the application for what looks like to be a Game Boy phone case, and it would be fully operational with buttons and everything. And essentially this would your phone slides in and your phone becomes the screen for the Game Boy. And then when you push the button, it makes it, it pushes down on the screen below it and that's how it's registering your button pushes. So essentially you'd be able to play games like that and it'd be kind of just this neat, you know, thing for your phone. Now I don't know how great of a case it is because you obviously gotta have your phone in it and you only get this tiny window to look at to use your phone. Um, but it does seem like a fun little thing. If it's marketed right or priced right, it would be great. There's no word on any games or anything like that yet, but this does
0: seem to be an actual thing that they they registered this is very smart um there have been other similar kind of cases or things that you could slide your phone into but those aren't coming from nintendo so the question you know the problem i've always had with mobile cell phone games is that they don't have that tactile feedback they don't have those buttons that i can interact with so the games themselves have to be made different but if this may hint at a world where people can make um you know games that require just a few buttons that you can play. Maybe there's some SDK that they release or they come out with a NES mobile edition, you know, where they have all of your NES or Game Boy games just on this Mm -hmm. little system. That, That would be pretty sweet. And of course, Nintendo would do it right and it would look good and it would make sense and it needs to be elegant. But I think this thing that always mobile has been missing is that tactile feedback. So I don't know if they'll do it or if it'll happen, but I'm glad that they're at least thinking about it.
1: Yeah, and I was thinking like practicality, maybe the backside is open. So you have this as your case, you pull your phone out, you turn it around, slide it back in, and now you're using essentially the backside of the case as the front side of the Game Boy, you know, so you could have some where you where you don't need like, oh, this is my, just my game case, and then you have to have a real case to actually keep your phone safe. Maybe it's just you kind of like can twist them around, which would be pretty pretty great i i'm excited to see if this if this comes to be a real thing because i love the idea of it. i think it'll be fantastic yeah I agree. Uh, so now we've got some more news on dragalia lost apparently in the first five days it has managed to gross three million dollars uh this is according to sensor tower they revealed that it was doing about three and a half actually in the first five days based on the data it has a, it's a limited launch so it only is in US, Japan, Hong Kong, Taiwan, and Macau. and it revealed um, the, the report revealed that more than 800,000 installations across the app in the Google Store. So that's pretty good, but it is trailing behind the other games. So Fire Emblem did 13 million in its first five days. Super Mario Run did 8.3. Animal Crossing did four point six, so it's it's not doing quite as well, obviously. But in my opinion, I don't. I've been playing it, and um, I'm in the fourth chapter now, and I have not felt a need to buy anything. They give you plenty to kind of get into the game. I am starting to see that certain things like stamina, um, things that you need to have to play the game, are it's costing more of that to get farther. So I can see where now there may be a point where people are going to have to start putting in money or you're waiting longer to make your plays. And I think that this is going to be a sleeper where for that, the, the initial beginning, you get deep in the story, but it doesn't cost you anything. And then all of a sudden, now you're going to see the revenue starting to jump up because people are invested and now it costs to do something. So I, I do think that this number is going to start to jump. It's going to pass Animal Crossing, I do believe. Um, but at the moment, it's it's trailing.
0: Yeah, I would I would agree with you. I'm not as far as you. And we'll talk about that at the end of the podcast. But uh, in general, you know, it is Pokemon Go is the number two top grossing game on mobile right now for mm. on my I'm looking on my uh, Pixel 2 XL Candy Crush Saga. Still number one. I don't know how they do it. It's ridiculous. It's um, crazy. And then I was scrolling down to see where Dragalia lost, which is 26. So it's not like it's super low um on the list but it's definitely there um mm-hmm. you know going up and, and you know it's definitely not in the top top free games but top grossing so i'm intrigued by it uh in general i think that you're right i've played now quite a bit more than i did last mm-hmm. week uh, i continue to play which is probably a good sign people that i've talked mm-hmm. to say that they keep you know keep coming back and playing it so I have, I don't even know what you buy. I, I still don't even know what you would buy in the game. So, um, but, but, but this is okay. I think this is, this is okay. And if it's a type of game where it's the long-term where a month out, two months out, the we call them whales, right? The whales of people that are spending tons and tons of money on them. Um, then, then maybe you'll see this, this go up in general. But whereas, you know, super Mario run, or I think fire emblem heroes is like Immediate, you know, Super Mario Run. Like I bought, I updated it day one to unlock everything. Same with sure. Fire Emblem Heroes. You could buy a bunch of stuff. So I think it's okay. I think it's okay that Nintendo. You know, it's the important part is that people are playing it, and 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 I think yeah. it's doing well. I don't know. We'll but see. I think
1: I think it's a slow. I, I do think it's a slow burn, and and these numbers are uh, you know sort of not guesses, but they're they're not actual numbers. You know, that they can't get the full on data so it could be lower it could be higher but i think it gives us sort of a ballpark as to where they're at and i don't think it's doing bad i think it is going to keep climbing
0: yeah on some big bright news um you know last week we talked about um telltale games Uh, again our 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 hearts go out to anyone that was was laid off in the last few weeks game industry has been uh, pretty disruptive recently um you know and uh, one of the things that was intriguing is that the walking dead there's actually uh, season passes that were sold for it. And people were curious, Hey, what's going on? Like, are we going to get the content we paid for? Or what's going to happen with this game? And uh, it's New York uh, comic-con going on right now. Uh, maybe going on last week or so. Now that we've recorded when we're recording, but it's uh, official that it's going to totally happen. The walking dead, the final season will be developed by Skybound, uh which is made an agreement with telltale games to, basically wrap up the game and finish it up for them. So they have an agreement there. They're going to take over. So I don't know. It's there. Um, they've also assisted in development early on in previous titles. So they have some knowledge of it, but they made it official not only at Comic-Con, but on Twitter that they made this um, agreement. So who knows when it's coming necessarily, but very exciting to say, hey, if you bought that content and you're looking for the final season, it's totally going to happen. So bright news there that that game is going to get a conclusion. All right. To wrap it up, Michael, there are some new accessories coming out for Let's Go uh, Pokemon. Uh, Hori is going to be releasing a whole bunch of awesome new uh, Pokemon swag. Uh, what I'm really excited for out of this, there's some new cases. Uh, there's some you know game holders and pouches. What I'm kind of interested in is this Pokemon ball case and the charger. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous uh, and adorable at the same time. But if you look at these images, there's like this little holder and it looks it kind of looks like at when you go to the little Pokemon Center in the game where you put the Pokeball and you can like charge it. It's so cute. But my favorite is actually just the Pokeball case to put the Pokeball in and it looks like a Pokeball. That looks my like favorite. Pokeball. <laughs> it's so cute. So cute. Are you buying any of these?
1: No, probably not. I do like the charger, though. I do think that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. but no i have no plans to buy any of these that
0: one's my favorite I are, think are you the gonna charger.
1: Get, which one are you all of them you're getting them all
0: i'm gonna buy every single one of them there we go <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah no i do like the charger i think that looks pretty sleek i think that looks pretty cool the pokeball ball case is kind of just funny cuz it's exactly the pokeball anyway. Um and I can see the the switch cases selling really really well. You know, it's got Pikachu and Eevee on it. They look kind of slick inside. It's got a kind of a cool pattern. Mm-hmm. So I could see those probably selling. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. So now that gets us into best sellers. So this week we didn't shake up too too much. In the first spot we have New Super Mario Party. In number 2 we have Undertale, in number 3 Mega Man 11 followed by Hollow at number 4. Then we have Dragon Ball Fighter Z and then Overcooked Jumped Up Special Edition because it's 50% off right now that puts you at $10 and you can have Overcooked Special Edition that's at 6. Then Minecraft at 7, The Binding of Isaac Afterbirth is at 8, The Way Remastered and then Jumping back into the top 10, Hollow Knight. Now, for the rest of the top 30, some of the new additions, we have Ultimate Chicken Horse at 15, Valkyrie Chronicles 4 at 16th spot, FIFA 19 is in the 19th spot. Wow, look at that. Funny. (laughs) Tower Fall is in the 20th. South Park, the Stick of Truth is in 21, and then Marble Up is in twenty five. So we've got a lot of new new games moving up the top 30.
0: Yeah, that's great. It's good to see these new releases come out and and make a big dent. Sometimes we we go through them and there's nothing new, even though there was a bunch of new games. So it seems seems like some good impact. I do like FIFA 19 at 19th spot. So I don't know who planned that, but pretty good. They should
1: just manage to stay there. It just works for them. And that's it. I think we're going to see empty spots once Nintendo or uh, Pokemon comes out. There's just going to be no other games sold. It's all
0: Pokemon (laughs) for the next uh, foreseeable future. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, lots of. I can't believe it's coming out. Really, everything is coming out so soon, that's ridiculous. Um, Mm -hmm. well, let's talk about the new releases this week of October 9th. Uh, first and foremost, there is the re release of Disgaea One Complete Edition. This is completely remastered in HD, which I don't know if that's good or bad because uh, Disgaea has a very interesting look to it from Nice America. Mm -hmm. Now, Michael is not a fan of re releases at all, but um. If, if you know anything about not, Disgaea, this is a classic. Not when it's
1: a 15-year-old game for $50. No. That's
0: true. That's true. But uh, it is a classic. So if you need to get it again, the boom, you can get it. You're good. Um, mm-hmm. I will say that right now on Amazon, you can get $1.01 off by applying a coupon. So if you want <laughs> to bring it down, wow. 40. Steal. <laughs> Steal. Uh, the next is a point-and-click adventure from everybody's favorite uh, childhood story, books, Goosebumps, the game. 30 bones, um, physical and, uh, digital download. This game does not look. Phenomenal, but it is from one of my favorite developers way forward. So there is some hope here They make some pretty phenomenal games just in, in general, so don't give up on this game. If you have kids that are into goosebumps way forward is a pretty phenomenal developer, um, they've made, um, well, game mill is publishing, but they made Shantae half, uh, half genie hero. Um, they made, um, what else did they make? geez, I'm going to look at their, their game list. Some of the older games I like kind of more than their newer games. But um, um, Adventure Time Puzzle Quest, Switch Force. Um, uh, what else did they make? Where's the one that I really like? They made some of the Adventure Time games. A lot of the Switch Force games. Contra 4, DuckTales Remastered. Um, a lot of the Ashanti games. Sigma Star, A uh, Boy and His Blob. Um, so a lot of these great mm-hmm. games that have come out. So there's the, the, the good, good stuff. So besides that, we have um some re-releases on physical coming out on the 9th as well. Candle, Power of the Flame, which came out in June this year, 30 bucks. It's $15 digital. And Cat Quest, because Cats be uh, that's gonna be $30 as well. That actually has really good reviews, but of course, it's a $15 digital download. So if you need the physical, go for it. But if not, just go ahead and get the the straight-up digital release. Now, there are some bigger games. I'm very excited for The World Ends With You. Final Remix, finally coming out. See what I did there? Finally coming out. It's finally happening. I like that. S- <laughs> Square Enix coming out. This is a this is a classic remake because everyone loves remakes, but lots of new content. It's a Square Enix RPG, but it's I'm interested to see how it translates from the Nintendo DS because um it has some very interesting unique gameplay elements to it i'm a little disappointed that it's 50 dollars. that seems very expensive for this game but uh maybe i'll wait for um maybe i'll wait for a price drop on it because it's a game i have on the ds i do own this game already so we'll see
1: it'll be interesting to see how they handle it from the ds to a single screen switch yeah that's what I'm not sure that, about. That would be interesting because there's a lot of games on the DS that people, oh, it's a dual screen. It's meant for dual screen. It can't be mm-hmm. done. So if this one do- is done and done well, that could open up the door for a lot of
0: DS games and 3DS games coming to the Switch that people don't think could handle it. Yeah. Do it, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's, and actually the, you know, the dual screen made advantage of a lot of the bottom screen. So that's, what's intriguing about it, you know? Mm. Uh, so I don't know how it's going mean, to, I guess if you flip it vert vertical to horizontal but that's not the same um, yeah and the big one of course this week is for nintendo 3ds don't forget our little favorite portable console uh, luigi's mansion the re-release with the multiplayer with all the stuff that we talked about is totally happening um, coming out this week on the 12th you can get that digitally or physically and i think at this point in the life cycle it's better to go physical because there's not that many games and just you go for it and i don't know just me yeah you, you can always trade it in or sell it later But uh, yeah, that's $40, which is, again, a little expensive for a re-release, but it's a very good game, so you should probably buy it.
1: I like it. Now, for digital downloads, we have October 8th, Bombing Busters for $6. October 9th is Mark of the Ninja Remastered for $20. October 10th, we have Shift Happens for $15. And then on October 11th, we have Battle Group 2. For ten dollars, Boomball Boost Edition for thirteen, Chasm for twenty, Child of Light Ultimate Edition for twenty, Dungeon Village for twelve, Feral Fury for nine, Game Dev Story for twelve, Hot Springs Story for twelve, Iris School of Wid- Wizardry, Vinculum Hearts for twenty-five, Juggernauts. For 12, Madorica Real Estate for 15, The Swindle for 12, and Tricky Towers for 12. Now, we'll jump back. Anything on our list that's jumping out that you wanted to add to?
0: There's some intriguing ones on here. I mean, so Bombing Busters came out on the Wii U a while ago. This is Bomberman, a cheaper Bomberman, if you will. But mm-hmm. there's no online play, which is kind of disappointing. It looks cool. I mean, a it looks exactly like Bomberman. So if you like Bomberman, so besides bombing busters, the games that kind of intrigue me on this, I remember these game dev and hot spring stories. These are from, uh, what's the name of that company? Kairosoft, uh, Kairosoft. Mm-hmm. I played game dev story on my original, like mobile phone 10 years ago. Did you ever play these games?
1: No, I game dev story was one of the ones that I was always interested in, but I just n- never made the time to jump on it. But No.
0: It was it, it was you're just creating like, you know, you're creating game consoles and games. You're trying to build up your business. It's one of these original things before everything became microtransactions. So you'd pay like five dollars for the game. And it was a top grossing game for a long time. I don't know why it's twelve dollars, but uh, maybe it'll get a, a sale. But if you've never played these games, they're pretty phenomenal and time sucking, I will say. Um, but besides that, the only one I'm really looking forward to is, is either Chasm or Chasm. I think you said Chasm. I'll go with Chasm. This is uh, from um, um, a company that uh, and developers that I've chatted with before at at PAX. It's kind of a Metroidvania type of style, but kind of set in a kingdom esque kind of cr- a cross between a ca- Castlevania and a Metroid, so a Metroidvania, if you will. Actually, set in that universe in some in some way. Um, it looks really really good. It's come out before on other consoles, so I'm kind of glad to see it make its way over to the Switch. It has a very cool art style. I would say it's what like six eight slash 16 32 bit style graphics. It, it does mm-hmm. look good though. The backgrounds and things like that look very, very nice. Uh, I don't know if I'll pick it. up as 20, 20 bucks, but that's the one that I'm actually looking forward to this week.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Kezum. I thought looked really, really pretty, but I do think I'm a little burnt out on that aesthetic. Mm-hmm. You know, the side scrolling 16 niche bit, um, gameplay. I think it looks beautiful. And the, the, Story of it sounds kind of interesting and it's sort of intriguing where you're, you know, you're venturing out and you've come across this village and it's empty and you're kind of trying to figure out why. Um, I think all that stuff, it works for me. If this goes on sale, it would probably be a buy right now at twenty. Uh, I, I'm just not leaning there, I, just because I am a little burnt out on that. You know, it seems like we're getting a lot of games on the Switch that kind of similar look. Maybe some done better or some done worse. Uh, Game Dev Story is kind of interesting same with Dungeon Village. They're they're made like you said by the same maker. Uh, Dungeon Village is kind of cool. You're I like any of these games like a Sim City where you're creating a world and kind of you know m- managing that, and that's what these seem to be. Dungeon Village, you're actually creating the village that adventurers come to as if you were playing a role playing game and you, you know, come upon this village and you buy all of your gear. You're now running that village. So it's Mm. it's kind of funny. I just think that's a funny premise for a game. But there's nothing that's a must buy on this list at the moment for me.
0: Yeah. The only other one that I would say be on the lookout for if chasm is Child of Light Ultimate Edition this is coming from ubisoft our good friends at ubisoft and this is a re-release of course because everything is but this is from the original ubi art indie game series so valiant hearts and child of light were a few of those games that are going to make their way to the switch so this will be kind of the first time i think it was on the vita before so this will be one of the first times that you can plan the tv and it looks really pretty so Be on the lookout just for that if it's an interesting one that maybe may catch your eyes. I know um, immediately Michael is now Googling this game to figure out, like, whoa, what what (laughs) is is James talking about? So this um, is intriguing to me because it shows a little bit more support for the Switch from Ubisoft. So quite exciting about that. So
1: that gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show. What
0: you playing? it's a great question well one sneaky thing that did happen this <laughs> week and I, I wasn't expecting it that's for sure uh <laughs>
1: snuck up on snuck yet. up
0: on me there so paladins dark tides uh, event came out this week which was pretty exciting uh and i don't know how i feel about the update i don't know if you did you download the update for paladins i i did i downloaded the update i've been getting my daily um you know whatever you
1: get the mm-hmm. gems and stuff i can so i've been poking around for dark tides trying to figure out how to play dark tides and and i i don't know where to go i can't play it everything was like oh just buy this buy that and nothing said play nothing
0: yeah so that is the issue that i also found because i I, there used to be a dragon's call event and the dragon's call Mm -hmm. was a special mode and what i've now figured out is that dark tides is not a special mode they actually remove the other mode (laughs) So Dark Tides is is a series of challenging events and theming uh, around new stages and a new character and Dark Tides inside when you're just playing normal paladins. There are like other things that you can get inside of there. So kind of like how Fortnite puts different things in different places. There's like gold doubloons and other things to collect and different challenges. So I'm actually a little bit disappointed because the theming around it is super cool. It's like this. Um, pirates of the caribbean dark you know kind of crazy Mm -hmm. you know theme and the new character is really cool too the one thing that they did though i'm sure you've seen is they made every single champion on rotation so you can play everybody Mm -hmm. so that's cool
1: yeah no i i i'm a little disappointed by that then because i definitely thought it was like the last event where you get to actually play special like rounds and stuff and that i thought was a lot of fun so at least it's not just me that was looking around for about an hour. I'm like, I have no idea. What am I missing? Am I supposed to buy this to play it? Am I supposed to? It was a little confusing. I don't think Paladins does a super great job at like um, kind of in, informing you on what you can and can't do. Mm. It just doesn't seem like they do a, a, a wonderful job with that. It's just like with um, your daily, you know, I don't know what it was not achievements, but just like the dailies where you go in and you get your coins and stuff after you had mentioned it to me, I couldn't find it again for a while. And then I, now I know oh it's in the store and it's at the bottom and blah, blah, blah. But I do think that's sort of the weakness in the, in the game. I I'm a bum that I can't play actual dark tides levels because it does. It is such a cool theme that they've got right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't quite understand because there's this whole thing about these Halloween horrors and the abysmal uh, abyssal echo. And then you can get this. And I, I was like, Oh, this is all sounds really cool. But like, from what I've seen, it's just as you're playing, so I don't quite get hmm. it. I mean, there is a new map, which is cool. There's a new champion. Um, there's a bunch of cosmetic stuff. So I, I don't know. I need to play more of it to kind of understand. But yeah, I was kind of like, oh, I don't, I don't want to just spend money. That, that's the one thing I don't want to do. Yeah. So <laughs>
1: is that what I want? <laughs> yeah.
0: And and I mentioned I've been, I think YouTube mostly been playing Dragalia Loss. I've been committed on the way to work, which is about a half been an hour, 40 minutes of playing it every morning uh, while I'm on the bus, uh, not checking email and I've had fun. I'm only at like level four or five, unlike some people I know that are playing it a lot more than me. (laughs) But what I do like is there's kind of an ongoing event and it feels like things are actually happening and I'm moving. I'm skipping all the story elements because there are just so many of them. Uh, And yeah, I'm having fun so far. We're friends. I get to see you. Uh, move up in levels a lot faster than me, but have you played any of the raids or anything yet? Oh,
1: yes. So this has been my main game for the week. I've been playing only. I mean, I I jump in for Paladins to get my stuff. I jump in and Fortnite to get my stuff. But right now, this is what I'm I'm focusing on. I actually been playing this over the switch. Like a lot of times I'll sit down with both and I just don't even pick the switch up because I'm playing this and there's no time limits yet. Like I said, I haven't run out of stamina yet, so I, I don't have to put it down. And I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, I have been doing the story. I've been really paying attention to the story. And I like the world that it's building. I'm really kind of getting involved and getting engrossed by sort of this, the, the ongoing story as it evolves with us um, in each chapter. I did the raids. That's the current event, which really is exciting to me. I mean, this is something where it feels like, wow, this is kind of a full-fledged game on my phone i I like the 16 Mm -hmm. person raids uh i have i've been working my way up through that event i'm just about done and i liked in the event you meet a character and through the length of the event you're with this character if you choose to have them in your party or not that's up to you but they're with you in the event and if you use them a lot you keep building up that friendship once that friendship's maxed out they become a A playable character for you they're now a part of your party Mm. permanently not just for the event so i did earn that character i'm excited that they're a part of my party now especially because i and you know put so much i invested so much of my resources into making them stronger so they were worth it but it's uh i'm really really sort of into it the one thing i will say is that it makes me want to have a full-fledged game on the switch Mm. from this world yeah i i I am curious to see, like Fire Emblem went to a Fire Emblem app to play. I'm really interested if this will lend itself to a switched, full-fledged, get rid of all the in-game purchases. I don't want any of that. Don't carry that over. Give me a $60 fully-fledged game in this world. Maybe ramp up the graphics a little bit so that they're more in line with the art style. Because I like how bright everything is. It's Mm -hmm. very colorful. And then you go into the gameplay, and it's sort of you know, it's more of a cartoony character of what they are supposed to look like. So I would like to see more of a switch, switch abled version of Dragalia loss. I think it's a really, really interesting IP. I'm really, really excited about where this potentially can go.
0: I agree with you. I think, I think I agree with you on all aspects there and hopefully they um expanded even more these events are really cool i could, I could see it playing mm-hmm. on my switch i think it would lend nice to the landscape and the the joysticks in general um and oh, yeah. we talked about it last week and we weren't overly impressed but again it seems like a game that you got to just get into a little bit more one thing that my buddy jesse told me because he's really far into the game is there's in the settings menu you go to like settings and then system and there's download options and you can just download i've done that okay there's like a download everything button yeah. and, and that's hidden and i did that yesterday i was like oh now this is gonna be so much better so
1: yeah it's a key a key thing especially if you want to travel while playing yeah. you know i was i was talking to somebody um and they they travel a lot but they are on the train down in the city so they kept going through subways and stuff and they said i i i can't play it when i'm down there and that's what made me start to look because i know i had heard rumors that you can download and i i didn't see that anywhere i didn't see how do i preload this and you can download all the story it didn't seem like it downloads the event story hmm. but it, all of the actual game story it did download so i don't do any more downloading between chapters
0: oh interesting got it yeah me me either I'm all, not about it so well there you go we did it we crushed it we did it! Now you're gonna be late, so you gotta get out of here, Michael. Hit the road. Get out of here. Go, go do <laughs> I'm some.
1: I'm out of here. I can't wait again, and then I'll be back for next week, though. So we'll be able to record once again. Lovely.
0: Well, thanks for everyone for tuning in to this week's Nintendo Dispatch. You can, of course, enter our Super Mario Party contest at NintendoDispatch.com, and of course, get all the latest and greatest episodes. If you're using Apple Podcasts, we would love a review. It really helps us out. If you're using Overcast, hit that share button. It also helps us out sharing it with friends. If you're not using one of those apps, it's okay. Share it with your friends too. We would love that. You can hit up. Hit us up on Twitter at Dispatch Podcast. And until next week, this has been your Nintendo Dispatch.